Welcome to Wrexham, player, sort of. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. But hey, keep your chin up and keep trying and maybe one day you'll be Mark Griffiths. Welcome to full live commentary of Wrexham's game at Solly Hole Moors. Uh, it's a solo flight today, just me on the microphone, so keep those Ask Wrexham questions pouring in, please, because uh, I'm going to have to fill a lot of time, even more painfully than usual. Hopefully we're coming through loud and clear. Again, apologies, but exactly the same problem as last weekend in terms of broadcasting. So hopefully this is all coming through just fine for you. And uh, if not, please let me know. I have no idea what I'll do about it, but, but please let me know. I just I just care, you know. I'm that kind of guy. Anyway, Wrexham are away, as I said, to Solihull Moors. Solihull, of course, having been beaten 5-0 on Boxing Day at the race course, but don't assume that this is going to be a simple case. Football's history is littered with teams fighting back from silly defeats to get revenge, and Solihull have changed their shape as well today. They'll be determined to get their own back on a ground that Wrexham tend to not actually have much success on. We won the first time we played there, and we haven't done since. So, let's have a look at the two teams. Wrexham, unchanged. No big shock there, in all honesty. But because of that, that means that we're going to have Mark Howard in goal. Across the back, Anthony Ford is the right wing back. Left wing back is Jacob Mendy. In the centre of defence, we have that familiar trio now of Ben Tozer, Aaron Hayden and Jordan Tunnicliffe. In midfield, Elliot Lee, Luke Young and Tom O'Connor, who might at last get a, a proper first real run in the team. Injuries have rather blighted his start at the race course since he came last January. And up front, Ollie Palmer and Paul Mullins. So a very strong looking side there to take on Solly Hull. The substitutes for Wrexham as well. Well... <laughs> plenty of match-changing possibilities on there as well for Phil Parkinson to turn to should he need to. He's got Rob Lainton, Callum McFadgen, James Jones, Liam McAlinden and Sam Dolby. The same bench as he deployed on Boxing Day. Now, Solly Hull have only made a couple of changes, but their team does look radically different. The two changes, funnily enough, are to expel the ex-Wrexham players from their team. So obviously they must have thought that there wasn't enough enough spice coming into that one. Uh, because Kyle Storer, well, he obviously is suspended. He's their captain, but he made that awful challenge on Luke Young and got himself a straight red card. So he is out of the team, of course. He'll get a three-match suspension for that. And also Fika Kelleher, centre-back, who didn't have the happiest of times, really, on his return to the race course. He also makes way. So they, I think, have switched to a 4-4-2 or some such that certainly is normally how they play with four players in midfield so they have got Ryan Boot in goal he didn't have the best of times at the race course but he generally looks pretty good against us and then across the back James Clark who played as a left wing back at the race course will be playing at right back Ben Coker returns he was suspended on Boxing Day and he'll play at left back with Callum Howe and Alex Gudger at centre back in midfield Joey Jones will still be playing the holding role we assume I suppose he could play as a third centre back but Neil Ardley rather blames that playing three at the back for their problems in the game at the race course alongside him I think in the centre midfield is Callum 
Callum Maycock. And then it's a pretty attacking look to the rest of the team because they've got Ryan Barnett and Josh Kelly, I'd assume, on the wings, both attacking players. Kelly played up front at the race course. And then Justin Donover playing up front with Andrew Dallas, their top scorer with nine goals. And I've got to say, I was impressed by him at the race course last um, Monday. Monday? Was it Monday? I don't mind. Whenever it was, Sunday, more likely. Um, I thought he did well to be frank, and it'll be interesting to see what he'll be like uh, again today on home turf. He looks sharp. He presented problems for Wrexham straight from the first minute. So, we will have, I'm told, the possibility, and I'm so excited about this, of a little miniature car bringing the ball out for the match. I have no idea why, but my word... What a treat it will be to see a game between Solihull and Wrexham have a miniature car bringing the ball out. That's what that's what this sport is all about. It's just it's just beautiful. Wrexham, ask Wrexham, of course. You can get into touch with us on that, and I'll just have a quick look. There have been some good ones coming in already. Lots of pre-match best wishes to the team as well, and. Beg your pardon, just a second. As I'd saved loads them this morning and they've disappeared. That's a bit strange. Anyway. Uh, oh, by the way, Lady B, the Ollie Palmer and Paul Mullen show asks, when are we going to finally be able to use Exxon Player again? Well, hopefully at Coventry. Um, they should have the correct setup. I've got to say, I explained it in the Ask Wrexham podcast yesterday. <laughs> I'm not sure I can explain what's go going wrong here. And as the technology which we use... Uh, is obsolete, basically. It means that we're going to have a problem. Uh, it's uh, getting somebody out to actually fix it. So we we'll, we have to work out a long-term fix for this. Uh, the Football League's platform is what we're using, and Coventry in the Football League. So we'll take all the kit to Coventry, and we'll hope that it will all work out just right. Um, also, on our Scraxham, um, while I asked for some... Uh, I asked what your darts name would be if you were a darts player, M mainly because of the guy called the F Johnny the Ferret Clayton, which rather confused me. Um, <coughs> so I had some nice ones of those we'll get to earlier, uh, later. Jeff Lang is asking if we've got time, could we give a shout-out to the Wrexham Armed Forces Breakfast Club? Uh, absolutely. And the Wrexham AFC Vets Facebook page. Absolutely. And I don't know, Jeff, you've you've been keen in uh, in helping out with those groups and it's great to see so many diverse groups out there supporting us uh, so gladly done that um, also Chris Firmston pointing out the the elephant in the room that Notts County managed to drop points yesterday against Oldham which was a bit of a surprise anybody who hasn't seen Sam Cl Slocum their goalkeeper's horrific error you need to search that out just look him up on Twitter and you'll find it straight away it's an awful mistake um, so yeah Wrexham are in a position here where you know we, we could really make up serious ground on Notts County Chris says we need a win because Notts County played twice before we play again in the league fair comment that Chris although I would also suggest that in, in truth Notts County need to win those games as well the pressure's well on them too so 
Mark in Australia again saying good day, Rexmay FC. Hope everyone had a great new year. Back to business. Solly Hull again. Hopefully the same again and catch Notts County up a little. I'm going for 3-1. They couldn't handle our pressing style last week. Mullin 2 and Elliot Lee. And he sent a picture of a, a muscle-bound chap showing off his biceps and lots of other muscles and also showing off his abuse of steroids, I suspect, and going boom. He looks suspiciously like Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers to me. Pop on Twitter and work it out. Um, there's a few more to have a little look through and some good ones from for half-time as well. Uh, for example, Al Hanna has a question about Andy Cannon that I'll address at half-time. But still waiting for the teams to come out. Still waiting for the little mechanical car to come out. You know that's what's really got me motivated. Wrexham, of course, beating Solihull 5-0 on Boxing Day. And it was Wrexham's pressing that really caused an awful lot of problems for Solihull. They'll be eager to see whether that will work again. Although Solihull, with a different shape, will they still play out from the back in the same way? And all these questions to be answered soon in front of a, an impressive crowd, which includes... A thousand Wrexham away supporters. Grumpy sports fan on Ask Wrexham. Do you think there'll be a plan to install under soil heating if our future is to progress up the leagues? There may be winter TV opportunities worldwide if we do. They're very expensive to run, those. I think if you're not at the top level, you're probably not looking to do that. I mean, the pitch at the race course has stood out really well as the players are now coming out at Damson Park. Wrexham led out by Luke Young in our light blue shirts. Of course, Solly Hull are playing in their away kit of red because just like Wrexham on Boxing Day, they are supporting Shelter's No Home Kit Campaign Shelter, a charity that do excellent work for the homeless. And the idea is that teams play in their away kit when they play at home over the Christmas period, just to remind everybody that there are a lot of unfortunate people who don't have any homes to go to at Christmas. So, Solly Hill are joining in that initiative, and they're wearing red shirts and white shorts. Wrexham are in our away kit as a result. So, there will be a minute silence before the game for Pele, of course, the footballing great. Just to go through those teams again then, Solly Hull Moors have got two changes from the sides that was beaten heavily at box on Boxing Day at the race course. They've got Ryan Boot in goal, James Clark, Callum Howe, Alex Goodger and Ben Coker at the back. Ryan Barnett, Joey Jones, Callum Maycock and Josh Kelly in midfield and up front Justin Donover and Andrew Dallas. Riley, Molden, Shambrook, Jabulski and Whelan make up the bench for them. Wrexham unchanged as you'd expect. Howard in goal, Aaron Hayden, Ben Tozer and Jordan Tunnicliffe at the back. The wing-backs, Anthony Ford and Jacob Mendy. Luke Young, Tom O'Connor and Elliot Lee in midfield. And the subs are Wrexham, Rob Lainton, Callum McFadgen, Liam McAlinden, Sam Dolby and James Jones. So no change on the bench for Wrexham either. Pamela RWK is wide awake in Ryoming. I like that for today's match. Looking forward to spending the morning with Mark Griffiths and the gang. Ah, oh, it's just me, I'm afraid the gang are in the away end whooping her up. Bah, humbug. 
45 minutes till the start, she was saying, wondering if I should make a pie, as now we have the minute silence for the genius that was Pelle. So the minute silence over and Wrexham are about to start off against Solly Hullmores. The ball's in the centre spot already. I didn't see if the little car brought it out. I can't tell you how disappointed I am to report that to you. Um, I'd had a quick look then on the Mixler app because we're going out via that as well. And I did see a question to the comment to the commentator see the comments on there. Um, I won't because they come so thick and fast. That's why Ask Wrexham is a much better way to get in touch. Please do so on Twitter. Use the hashtag ASKWXM to ask any questions. I'd be uh, delighted to answer them. Although we get so many that I now struggle with this. As we get underway and Solihull knocked the ball backwards and straight away... The ball is fed back to Ryan Boot, who knocks it long through the middle. Well dealt with by Toza. The ball ricochets to the halfway line. Good tackle by Mendy, but Clark still comes out with the ball and feeds it forwards. Wrexham keep their shape, though. Nice turn by Barnes, trying to probe down the right. Wrexham, though, keeping bodies behind the ball, keeping it all nice and tight. And Solly Hull are forced to feed it back to the halfway line. Goodger pushing it across to Maycock. Maycock down the right-hand side. Wrexham not getting a touch of the ball yet, but putting pressure on, forcing the ball back to boot. So 40 minutes of Solihull pinging the ball round confidently. Boot lets Mullen get very close to him, and it's a flat kick. He's very lucky it falls for Kelly, who lays it off nicely. And there's good movement here through the middle by Barnett. Works over to the left to Donover, taking on and beating Hayden and driving a shot to Howard. Is able to leave as it goes wide at the left post, but that was a threatening attack by Solihull. And, like I said, in the start of the broadcast, they've picked four very attacking players. And they certainly got them into very advanced positions there. Looks like Donable playing on the left. With Kelly through the middle as the ball's knocked long. And it'll be a throw in to Solly Hull. Cross goes Coker, who was suspended for that match on Boxing Day to take it. Notes to self, stop saying Boxing Day all the time. I'm going to do my best, okay? Throw in take and Wrexham win it back and it's hoisted long. Not a ball that gives much hope to Mullen. It's cleared comfortably and ricochets around in midfield. Throw to Wrexham in the end on the halfway line. And I think they'll be happy just to take that and relieve the pressure. Toes is not interested in trying to throw something further down the line so the ball is in Anthony Ford's hands. He throws it in short and gets it back from Young. Ford now, put under pressure straight away by Solly Hull. Has to go back to Howard. 
See, so Solihull didn't play badly, did they, until they went behind, and they're looking to play on the front foot here as Wrexham recirculated the ball across the centre-backs. Hayden on the right-hand side now. O'Connor is inside in that holding position, but Wrexham, I think, are quite happy just to try and draw Solihull out a bit. Solihull not taking the bait at the moment. So Tunnicliffe lets Lee take over on the half wheel, and he goes with the ambitious switch. That's a lovely idea. Ford is after it. Ford will get there. Great ball, that. Ford now by the corner flag. He's dragged Coker out from the middle. Coker stands him up. Ford, nice ball to the edge of the area, and that's a little flip ball on by Lee. Doesn't quite find Palmer. And now Maycock can bring the ball clear. In fact, Maycock can start a little breakaway, maybe. No, he can't, because Wrexham got their shape back really well. Oh, good strength again by Maycock when he gets it back. Goes driving through the middle. It's a brilliant tackle by Lee. Dispossesses him, finds Mullen. Tightly marked. He's back to Lee now. Wrexham in midfield, but popping it around quickly. Young squares it on. Hayden works it down the line. Hayden's gone past Ford, the recipients of the pass, as Young and Ford rather get in each other's way. And Wrexham in the end have to push the ball backwards to the halfway line. It's frustrating. It was a, a promising moment, that. But they couldn't find the space. Mendy now on the left-hand side as Wrexham continues to probe. Scoops over the top. Palmer will keep this in. By on the left flank and wins a corner. First corner of the match that was purposeful from Wrexham. You know, Solihull, good bright opening couple of minutes, and then Wrexham come back at them with a really threatening spell of play. Fourth minute, superb crowd in four figures have travelled from Wrexham as Luke Young prepares to take this corner from the left-hand side in Swinger. Not many people in a six-yard box, lots of players waiting to make a run. Young signals and sweeps it in near post that's cleared comfortably. Goes out to Mendy, who stands it up to the far post. And a free header back in the goal back by Tunny Cliffball. Hayden can't quite get to it. It's hacked desperately clear where Dallas fights for it and doesn't win the ball. And now Wrexham have it again. Little give and go this time by Fords, but it doesn't come back to him. And Wrexham are forced back into their own half. Mendy working it over to the left-hand side. Lee invites Mendy to overlap, and he does, and he feeds the ball down a flank. It's asking too much of Palmer, but that's good, promising stuff from Wrexham, asking some serious questions of Solihull there. The corner was a bit flat. Uh, sometimes people criticise flat corners I, 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 on the assumption that they're mishit. I don't think so. I think often players are trying to pick out runners getting in front of the defender at the near post, but that one didn't succeed. But Wrexham did well winning back the second ball and kept the pressure on. And Solihull have had a, a tough couple of minutes to get through. Boots goal kick is flicked on but cleared by Tunnicliffe. Now can Wrexham break away through the middle once more? As Solihull get a foot in but it drops to O'Connor. O'Connor finds Tunnicliffe who goes wide. Now then, Mendy in an advanced position. Taking on his man, Solihull a lot of bodies behind the ball. Wrexham are starting to play in a manner that they would want to. Just dominating possession, playing it at high pace, moving it around and trying to put pressure on the opposition. Ball's lifted over the top though and that's a poor ball by Ford. It'll go straight through to Boot. Nice little pass on to Dallas on the halfway line, holding it up well under a lot of pressure, waiting for support. It is lovely footwork that, but he's forced well back in the end as Wrexham get back behind the ball. And for me... 
Wrexham really have improved off the ball in recent weeks. A long ball's played. Hayden intercepts. Here's Lee now in a central position. Again, great feet. Feeds the ball down the right-hand side. That's a good pass for Mullen to latch onto. He's only got Palmer in the middle. Support arriving now. Mullen, great cross. Palmer misses it. So does the keeper. Oh, that was a dangerous moment, that. It's been kept in on the left-hand side by Mendy. Taking on his man. Looks to go inside. Then outside. Hits the goal line. Digs in across. Wins another corner. But that was a great effort that by Mullen to cheat something up. It was a super pass to begin with by Lee. Sending him down the right-hand side. And Mullen cut inside. Swept a horrible cross. And Palmer, well, looking at the monitor. I'm not sure if he missed. Couldn't quite reach her. If he tried to flick it in. Back heel style and missed the ball. Anyway, it was close, but he didn't make contact. But that was great play by Wrexham. Now then, here's Young. Sweeping in his second corner. That's headed over! That was a chance, that! Is that Tunny Cliff at the near post? Looks like it. Yeah. That was a super corner to the near post. Tunny Cliff lost his man. He was close range. And frankly, probably should have scored. An opportunity there for Wrexham. He was only about six yards out, if that. Well, good start by Wrexham. But no breakthrough yet. Eighth minute, nil-nil. As Mullen can't stop the ball being cleared long by Howe, but Hayden is under control. Goes back to Howard, gets rid of it. First time, right-footed up into midfield. Uh, it's headed partially away. Donover tries to help it on. Well intercepted in the midfield by O'Connor. Although his pass is sloppy. Lee does well to get a foot in. But he can only slow down the attack. And now it's a burst by Maycock to the edge of the area. He lays it off to Dallas looking for space. Hits a left-footed shot. But it's a good Tony Cliff stuck with him. Got a good block in and finds Lee. And Lee is uh, by him and Palmer who's pulled to the ground. Free kick in midfield. Joey Jones, the guilty party. As Wrexham take it quickly and shift it out to the right-hand side, Ford has got some options ahead of him. Doesn't fancy them. Wrexham recirculating. Tunnicliffe out to Mendy. Wrexham just moving it from side to side, looking for gaps as Toza steps up. Loves those diagonals and he goes for it again. He fakes to go one way and then has a beauty to Mendy who is tackled. He'd managed to set Mendy up just as he wanted to. Isolated against Clark, but he couldn't get past him. And now Lee can't stop a surge forward. And the ricochet falls kindly for Donover. He's breaking to the edge of the area and lashes a shot. Good save by Howard. It was a lucky ricochet that found Donover. But goodness me, he nearly profited. Drove in a good shot from well, over 20 yards, certainly. And the right-footed effort was dipping under the bar. A really great tip over by Howard, otherwise Wrexham, despite the bright start, would have been behind. So, this is Ollie Hull's first corner. Wrexham have had two and haven't managed to profit from it. Now, what can Solly Hull do? Corner, left-hand side. It'll be an in-swinger. Lots of big men around the penalty spot. It's played short. 
clipped to the near post and bobbles around, but Wrexham will get it clear. In fact, it's a good pass by Lee and Mullen now can accelerate down the right-hand side. Nothing ahead of him, but players are coming in support now. It's worked over to the left. Mullen's carried on on his run. Ford popping up on the left after the corner. Squares it. Wrexham got bodies in midfield, but Solly Hull have got straight back to defend. Good ball to the edge of the box. Mullen under pressure. Can't hold on to it. It was a good hard tackle on him. Young wins it back well, though. And the ball's fed into the box. Dangerous position. Palmer pulls it in. Sliced up in the air behind for another corner to Wrexham. Wrexham are looking dangerous when they come forwards. So, Wrexham again with a chance from a set piece. That last one, well, it was a, it was a decent chance, frankly. Can Young pick somebody out again? Tunnicliffe, remember that last corner, uh, corner Wrexham had, headed it over from six yards out. Probably should have done better. He'd found a little pocket of space. This is going to be O'Connor taking this one. Lots of bodies at the near post. O'Connor sweeps it beyond them. Ruth makes a punch and gets it out of his penalty area. Mendy gets there, squares it. He wants to return pass. Young goes the other way. And now it's helped over again by Ford to Tom O'Connor. O'Connor threads a good ball down the right channel. Lee now in the box. Takes on his man. Jinx back outside. Then beats him again. That's brilliant. Chips to the far post. And Wrexham take the lead. Brilliant work by Elliot Lee. He dinked it to the far post. And Jordan Tunnicliffe scores his first goal for Wrexham. Once again, though, Elliot Lee, I mean, what a man. He just turned the fullback inside out, chipped it to the far post. Tunnicliffe had a free header, close range, and planted it home. That was lovely stuff by Wrexham. It was a good ball by O'Connor as well. He was out on the right flank after taking the corner. He managed to pick out Lee in space on the right, and Lee, oh, once he engaged the fullback and got in close, he just fancied his chances of destroying him, and he did. He faked to go outside, pulled back inside, and then when he went outside again, he'd made enough space, dinked it in, and Tunnicliffe, although he was unmarked, Goodger was coming across quite quickly to try and block his sight of goal, but Tunnicliffe did well. He headed it downwards, and that evaded Goodger and meant that it was a difficult save for Boot. As it came at him on the rise, he couldn't claw it away, and it went in, and Wrexham take an early lead, and they deserve it, although Donoghue did have that good effort. Here's Wrexham coming forwards again now, a long clearance down the left by Tunnicliffe, found Palmer, it's a difficult take, and he nearly managed to bring it down his chest and run at his man, not quite. Ideal start this for Wrexham, though. As Solihull tried to come forwards, but not successfully. And well, Wrexham can just take a, a little breather, perhaps. But it was a lovely chip in by Lee. And it was a great chance for Tony Clough, but he took it really well. Clark was livid, just flew a, threw a fist in the air after conceding that. He was so angry at them allowing Tony Clough to be unmarked once the set-piece had gone out and come back in again. As Toza has got a throw and a chance to put this in the box. Belatedly, Tony Clough is coming up. Oh, he's in the mood now. He's got his first goal for us. He wants more. The referee has just told Toza to wait for a moment. He's not got that much of a run-up. Well, that's not bad, I suppose. Toza slings it. That's a huge throw. Boot comes. Good punch. O'Connor keeps it alive, but can't find Lee. It's clear to the halfway line. There's a scrap going on. And Wrexham, in the end, are able to at least partially clear it. But it was a good, decisive punch by Boot, who obviously recognises that when you're up against Wrexham, you need to take responsibility when Toza's propelling long throws in there. So, 
It's Solly Holt with the throw. And the ball bobbles in midfield. Shapeless bit of play in the end. It goes out for a throw again to Solly Hull on the left-hand side. It'll be taken by Ford. Throws it in short. And the ball's fed backwards. Wrexham quite happy now to just control the pace of the game. Hayden switches to the score at Tunnicliffe. It's Wrexham again, quite patient. Quite comfortable just recirculating. No need to rush this now. Hayden rolling it down the line. Ford turns out. Feeds it down the flank. That's a nice idea again. Mullen has chased that. Cuts inside. Takes on his man. Beats Goodger. And drives across which takes a deflection on another corner for Wrexham. Pressure's mounting up. The set pieces are certainly piling up. And Wrexham are putting the pressure on. So corner... Right-hand side. Of course, Wrexham scored last time he had the corner once the ball had been worked back in. Tony Cliff's last goal, by the way, was on the 26th of February for Crawley and he beat Forest Green 2-1. O'Connor sweeps his in! Oh, it nearly went straight in! It's a goal now, I think. Wrexham were asking for a... a, a it's a goal kick. Wrexham were asking for a corner. Didn't get it. Mullen at the far post was... Adamant that it was a a corner. As you see the replay, Boots certainly stretched for it. Didn't quite make t contact, I don't think. It was a close thing. And Tunnicliffe's last away goal was the 13th of April 2021. Crawley winning 2-0 there at Bradford City. Goal kick taken very short. That's a brave but accurate pass out from the back by Howe. But Jones has to slow things down in the middle of the pitch. And then it's given away. And again, Solly Hull sloppy in their own half. Here's Palmer, 25 yards out, working it wide. Lots of space for Ford. Young's inside him. Ford cuts inside and they back off him. So he hits a shot. And it's spectacularly blocked. Six yards out by a defender in front of Boot. O'Connor, good ball out to the left. Mendy now taking on his man. Lee's threatening to come in support. Mendy wants to take on Clark. But Clark stays very tight to him. So it's pulled back into midfield. Tony Cliff to O'Connor. And Wrexham will go to the back and start again. Toza finding Elliot Lee in a deep position. He tries to poke it around the corner. He wins a throw-in, potentially in Toza territory. I think it is. Tony Cliff makes his way up into the box. Toza makes his way to the scene of the crime. 17th minute. Wrexham leading 1-0 through Jordan Tony Cliff's first goal for the club. He's come close on a few occasions. Finally, he's put one in the net. And a great assist by Elliot Lee. So Toza, drying the ball on his shirt. Leaning back up against the wall that separates the fans from the pitch. He's waiting for the go-ahead with an element of frustration from the referee. The referee finally says he can hurl this one in. Curling run-up. Massive high throw to the head six-yard box. Headed away firmly, though, by Jones. And the ball drops in midfield, where O'Connor scraps for it. Goes to ground, but can't keep the ball. Well held up again by Dallas. It's poked forwards, though, and Kelly in a race is not going to get there. It's fed back instead. Two Howards. Good cover, that. Wrexham now in midfield. O'Connor feeding it across. Tony Cliff has... 
against Holly Hull just drop off very quickly when they haven't got the ball and allow Wrexham to have it. And Wrexham are passing through the thirds nicely. Elliot Lee pops it wide to Palmer and then went to support him and slips over his own feet. Palmer, who gives him a bit of a hospital ball, leads them brilliantly to win the block tackle. Oh, and he dribbles past his man brilliantly into the box. This is superb. Was he brought down? Ref says not. To be fair, he didn't really appeal much. Palmer fails to help the ball on much. What a dribble by Lee that was. He's slamming past his man. He's done both fullbacks now. That was brilliant to see as a free kick is conceded. Tunnicliffe was up the pitch trying to join in. Lee is complaining now that it was a penalty. So here comes the replay. That was just glorious. He slalomed past Clark. And then as he went to play it, ooh, well, Clark played the ball, definitely coming in from behind Lee to tackle him. Did he play the man as well? Mendy worryingly is down as well. And oh, we really do not want to see that. So... Moment of controversy there, as Lee absolutely turned Clark inside out, and then Clark lunged in from behind and caught him. Now, what is wrong with Mendes? The physio is out there with him. Uh, it's his left leg that is the issue, it would seem. Oh, Wrexham got in the short term. Have got good cover, of course. As just looking at a replay, you can see Mendy was limping as Tony Cliff was committing a foul. And oh, he may well have pulled something there. That's a concern. So he continues to have treatment. Elliot Lee, though, I mean, his, his bewitching form continues. Goodness me, what a glorious assist. And then that was even better, the way that he did so much damage, just cutting in and out. And in the end, beating Clark. So, the most important thing for Exum now, though, is just how is Jacob Mendy. He's, being, he's limping off the side of the pitch, and, oh, he doesn't look at all happy. How frustrating. He's come back in, shown terrific form for a couple of matches, but now uh, it looks like he'll have to make way. That's such a blow. Mendy is pulling his shirt up over his face in frustration. As the game resumes, so Wrexham at the moment a man short and there's a player trying to break down Mendy's side of the pitch. Shout for a foul, not given, but Solly got around the back of the fence and pull it in. That's good cover. So smash it clear by Tony Cliff. Solly coming at Wrexham once more. In fact, it was Lee back there who's filling in as a temporary left back for the moment. Ball swung in. Headers towards goal. Great save by Howard. That was a fabulous save. Ball comes in once more, headed away, helped on by Lee, and then sliced away further from the edge of his area by Mullen. Wrexham, everybody back trying to defend. Ball swept in and headed behind by Toza for the corner. And, well, Wrexham, all hands to the pump. As they try to cope with the injury to Mendy. But what a save that was. Dallas with the header. And a fabulous save. He was about 10 yards out and met it with pace. And a brilliant save by Howard. High to his right. So, McFadgen is stripped off. And hopefully he's going to be able to come on now. Finally, yep. Yeah. Took us a while to get McFadgen on. What a blow to lose Mendy like this, though. So, 
like for like. At least there's that. As Wrexham now have a set piece to defend. Ball is swung to the far post, headed towards goal by Ow! And cleared off the line! Wow, that was so dangerous. So dangerous. It was a clever corner. And it was swung to the far post. The header from Howe came in and, actually, not sure if it was a clearance off the line or a save by Howard, but it was scrambled away. Corner again. Wrexham suddenly having to dig in and show a bit of character here. Corner right-hand side again. The short option's on. As referee has decided to intervene. A bit of pushing and shoving in the box. He's Palmer and Toza being spoken to. Toza points to the other end of the pitch to say, well, you know, they did the same to me. But anyway, let's see what happens now. As a left-footed corner is swept beyond the far post. Oh, it's a good clearance start and then hacked further away to the halfway line. Solihull will look to put it back in. Long ball forwards, headed away well by Lee. It's brought down, though, by Barnett, who tries to go around the outside. O'Connor with him. He pokes it wide. Clark now. Little give and go is a nice idea. As Barnett turns and squares it, chance for a shot maybe for Donoha. Instead he goes wide and puts it behind Goodger, the centre-back. He chips a cute ball down the flank, though. Coker's gone from right to left to turn up and win another corner. This is terrific pressure from Solly Holt. Wrexham having to really dig in. You just feel if they can get through this and reimpose themselves... That'll be a, a major achievement because Wrexham have looked the superior side, but Solihull have really got a bit of momentum going here. Lots of bodies moving around on a penalty spot. It looks to me like Howe might have lost his man. Ball comes in. It's half clear to the edge of the area. Wouldn't sit down for the shot properly. And a brave bit of work by Mullen just to get his body in the way. He might have taken a kick. The ref didn't give a foul, but he created a loose ball that Wrexham could hack out. A throw then 25 yards out for Solihull. Naturally, they take it quickly. They're on the front foot here. The ball's poked backwards. Coker now. Lever the edge of the area. Rolls it inside cleverly. Joey Jones in there. Oh, he slides past his man. Wrexham with a foul. He gets it. It was a great covering run to try and stop Jones from getting the shot off because he got himself into a decent position. And I don't think Jones intended to foul Mullen. I think he slipped, but he caught Mullen hard on his right leg and Mullen stayed down for a while. He's spoken to the ref. He was not allowing a change to happen. And Mullen is up and able to get up the pitch. So free kicks Wrexham, 25th minute. Wrexham leading 1-0 and will be hugely relieved that it's an end to that spell of pressure as... The ball's knocked long by Howard. Again, Wrexham pick it up quite high up the pitch. Now then, here's an opportunity as O'Connor comes driving forward. Squares it nicely. Mullen lays it off. Oh, he's looking for Palmer. It was an important fuss in by Joey Jones. And now it's fed forward to Donovan. Breaking down the left-hand side. Wrexham come across. Oh, it's a lovely turn. Dallas turns Dozer, who commits himself too much. He's got a free man to his right. Barnett, chance to hit this. Hits a good block by Tunnicliffe. And Solihull put the pressure on again. That was impetuous from Toza trying to get around the front of Dallas who rolled in beautifully. But he shouldn't have committed himself. So throw in taken. Clark to Barnett. Popping it inside. He gets it back from Dallas. 
Wrexham trying to keep tight on that side of the pitch. But it's a while since Wrexham have come under the sort of pummeling we've taken for the last five minutes. Clark down the line, that's a cute idea. But Tony Clifford has got big upon Toza. That time is a close well. Gets a foot in. Another throw into Solihull about five yards out. They are really getting a rhythm going here. Dallas is causing them problems up front. They're getting the wing, their fullbacks high up the pitch. Clark and Coker. And this is more like Solihull's normal level, frankly. Not what we did on Boxing Day. Long throw into the goal mouth. Flicked on well. Hayden's there. Oh, he treads on it rather, though, and has to ride a second challenge and then make a big block for a third. That'll be another corner. Well, Hayden did well to get there, then fluffed his clearance and did well twice just to make sure nothing more than a corner came from it. So Wrexham having to show character here. To be fair, this Wrexham team does tend to show character, but they're going to have to dig in and get through a prolonged, tricky spell. Solly Hill will be at Wrexham for a long time. Ball swung under the bar. Howard seemed to get underneath it, but he's managed to get a good punch on that. And it might be kept in. It is kept in on the left-hand side. Now, can Wrexham break? Long ball over the top, looking for Mullen. Doesn't find him. And now, again, it's a chance for Solly Hill to come forwards. Wrexham have been under the cosh for quite the while. I mean, this started off with a Mendy injury. That was the 20th minute. It's 28th minute now. And Wrexham have not seen much of the ball since then. Not saying it's down to the injury, but certainly that spell when Solihull imposed themselves against 10 men has allowed them to get some momentum going as they feed it around in midfield confidently. And Wrexham this time get their shape and... It means that they try to recirculate it again and go back in the end all the way to Howe, their skipper, the centre-back. He knocks it down the flank. That's a good pass. Brought down nicely by Dallas. Firm challenge on him, though. Stops him. Tozer again, stepping across to the flank. Throwing to Solly Hull, 10 yards out. Wrexham having to really work here. I've again not had much chance to look at the ask, Wrexham. It's been, it's been frantic. I'll get onto it in a sec. Oh my gosh, Reese Evans asked for stories about Les Evans. Oh yes. Threw into the edge of the area. Now, Maycock spreads it out to the right once more. Clark just stumbled, but he's managed to keep the move going. He finds Dallas again. He likes peeling off to the right. Oh, the back heel doesn't quite work because McFadden stays tight, tight to him. And it's a throw in. Clark to take it. And he's decided to throw it in a bit longer. So he takes a run-up and hurls it near post straight onto the head of O'Connor. McFadden turns on the ball. Solihull have a shout for a penalty, which was embarrassing. And then McFadden slips and puts it out of play. Well, I mean, it looks like nothing. Kelly is really complaining. It looked like absolutely nothing. He's still complaining about it as the throwing is taken and Barnett pops it inside. Maycock, that's a cute return pass. Barnett, little step over, beats his man. Oh, it's a brilliant recovery tackle by McFadden, who was then fouled. Oh, and then there's a challenge in the box and a corner's given. Wrexham are not happy because McFadden was clearly fouled. However, his tackle to win it in the first place was dangerous. And then the second challenge, if no foul was given. Right, they've shown the Kelly one. And the Kelly one is a joke. He just ran into him. The second one, as no foul was given on McFadden, looked a lot like a penalty to me as a defender came crashing through the back of a Solihull player. Nothing given. Corner. 
to the far post across everybody. And it'll go out of play and wreck some... Well, actually, which way is that throw going, as we see in the second instance? Well, McFadgen's being held on to blatantly. And then Tunnycliffe goes in. Maybe he played the ball. Yeah, I think he possibly did. This ref's missing a few, got to say. Now, Wrexham have got another injury problem. And it's Tunnycliffe who had to go down to make that challenge. Yeah, Mike the ref has said that he's quite happy that that's not a pen. Uh, he, he, he looked at the player won the ball first. Yeah, definitely not. Um, the second one was ludicrous. In fact, it was a hell of a wrestling grip on McFadgen. As coins taken, long-range shot comes in, and Hayden blocks it. Now then, can Wrexham break as Lee keeps his head on the edge of the area, plays a lovely one-two with O'Connor, and then feeds a good ball down the left-hand side. Mullen now, cutting inside. Hasn't got much support. He cuts in, ah, and he overruns it. Not sure if he was trying to square it or not. Or just dribble, but it didn't work out. That's a shame. He had a defender isolated as O'Connor fights well in midfield to win the ball. Can't quite pick out Mullin, though. And Solihull now being pressed in their own half. It's worked across to the right, and Clark digs it over the top, but he's put under good pressure. It's gone through to the keeper. Jar Sundendean on Ask Wrexham. Do the away teams travel and play the same day? What are the rules involving travel? There are, as, as far as I'm aware, in domestic football, no rules about travel. In Europe, you've got to be in the country the night before, which has led to weird situations like Wrexham playing Man United in European competition. And so, even though we're only an hour away, uh, <laughs> United had to stay in Wales and Wrexham had to stay in England. Um, but, no, it's, it's what you can afford, basically. As Wrexham come forwards here, good diagonal, but Palmer has no his man in the back free kick so for example um i'm not sure what Wrexham have done with solly hull i mean it's only what sort of two hours away i would certainly not have imagined we'd stayed overnight we used to only stay overnight on special occasions because it costs a lot of money um but now of course we're not so worried and match preparations the the priority and so if it's appropriate we do stay overnight so down in london for example if you're traveling down there it'll go the day before um, but yeah, Solly Hull certainly came and went back on the same day. I suspect we have this time. Um, but it, yeah, it, there are no rules, basically, Charlie. You may be slightly surprised to hear. Um, as Howard bowls the ball out, Wrexham just calmed things down the last two or three minutes. 33rd minute, still 1 0, thanks to Jordan Tonicliffe's header from Elliot Lee's exquisite cross. Here's Tozer now, coming out from the back. Goes to one of his diagonals. McFadgen heads on nicely to Lee, who brings it down and cuts inside. 35 yards out, O'Connor spreads it to the right. Brought down by Ford. He's got Young in support. Ford runs onto the box, though. Taking on Kokoro, back pedals. Ford hits the goal line, drives it in. Good clearance by Goodger at his near post. That was good work by Ford. Couldn't pick out a man. But Coker really backed off him. As Clark again has to play that long ball, plays it into the second hole, but overhits it again, and it goes all the way through to Mark Howard. McFadgen now chipping over the top. That's a cute idea, that. And Mullins only just beaten to it by Howard, who's under pressure now. He's as well turned around to go into Clark, and he feeds it back to Boot. And Solly Hull can start from scratch once more. This. Ryan Geyer saying that, uh, or 
seeing Solihull really put, putting on the pressure. Not sure where they came from, but this is much more of what I expected from them, especially at home. Absolutely right. Trust in our defence, and we can see this through to the second half. Spot on. That's exactly what Wrexham will, will prioritise now. Obviously, if we can get our rhythm going again, fine. And we are improving now. But, yeah, getting ahead is the key thing. Solihull are a decent side, and, and I expected a bit more from them at the race. So I certainly didn't see that collapse coming in the second half, although Wrexham's pressing game really caused them issues. And then the red card came, and, yeah, it all fell to pieces for them. This is much more what you'd expect from Solihull. Although, having said that, to be fair, Wrexham had a very good opening 20. as it's clipped over the top by Lee, but overhit. And Mullen won't get there. Palmer is on the flank. He puts pressure on the ball, but... Can't win it. He does force a back pass, though. Ball's fed into midfield, and Donner was under pressure and took a heavy touch, but he managed to recover Hayden there, stepping up to join the press, tracking Donner. Interesting to see. That's a very bold approach. So, the ball back with Roots, who works it over to the left-hand side. Wrexham back off as Maycock carries it through the middle of the pitch. And now it's worked over to the right. Nice ball down the line by Clark. Crunching tackle comes in by Tunnycliffe, who is unhappy that the throw doesn't go his way. 35th minute. Wrexham 1-0 up. The ball spreads left-hand side, but not accurately. Coker can only head it, hopefully, down the line. And Luke Young tidies up well. Goes back in the end to Howard's. Good question as how it puts the ball out of play. It's coming on Ask Wrexham about Mendy from Beer Bear Beer. What previous injury did Mendy recover from? Is it a possible re injury? Um, always sunny in Arizona. Uh, so I've heard uh, he had a hamstring injury. So I'll um, we'll have to check which leg it was. But yeah, I hope it feasibly could be, and that would be a real concern, wouldn't it? If injuries start recurring as the ball is spread well by. Uh, Solihull, Clark pops it into the edge of the area, Maycock, good return ball, Clark cuts into the danger area, but then can't keep his balance and toe pokes the ball well wide, his body shape was all wrong to try a shot there, he was only about seven yards out, but he was sprinting in at right angles uh, to the touchline, and therefore he was facing you know, the stand on the other side, he tried to be cute and poke it again at right angles to his run, that's a very difficult thing to do. You almost wondered if he was hoping to poke it and get a bit of contact, maybe, and uh, play for a penalty, but didn't get anything as the ball's knocked long. Solly Hull make a bit of a well, a bit of a drama of clearing that. The referee's given them a free kick, though, which seems terribly generous. Clark jumped, and I thought a teammate was the player that hit him. Anyway. It's knocked long and given away anyway. Tunnycliffe back to... Howard. It's not long. Headed away by Howard. and uh, By Howe, rather. But then Lee's pass is overhit to Palmer. The ball goes back to Boot. Pass that needs just a little bit of taming. And Mullen gets close to him. And Root decides to dribble past him and just about manages it. It's given back to him. Mullen wants a rematch. This time Boot gets rid of it first time. Miss header by Tunnicliffe. But Hayden picks her up and goes straight back to the keeper. Right-footed clearance. By Howard, long and ooh, it's a crunching tackle through the back of Palmer. No foul given. I think Palmer might argue that he gets he, he gets penalised a lot for aerial challenges and maybe is entitled to get the nod when someone comes through the back of him. 
Ball's worked wide, left-hand side. McFadgen, Wrexham have recovered well from that rough spell now. We're not dominant like we were in the first 20, but we're asking questions. Poor ball by McFadgen. Uh, Lee is doing brilliantly to hassle Clark. And wins a throw-in in the end, does he? No, it's gone the other way, but that was spirited. Really spirited stuff. <laughs> anyway, throwing to Solly Hull, right-hand side, level the edge of the area. Their own area, that is. 38th minutes, and Wrexham lead 1-0 through Tunnicliffe's goal. Long clearance in the midfield. Donova brings it down, but then great pressure put onto him by Tunnicliffe. Well, clear foul, the shirt being pulled. Ref hasn't given it. But Wrexham have kept the ball and clip it nicely to the left-hand side. McFadgen stands the ball up to the far post looking for Mullin, but it's easy for Coker to deal with. Well, he's tried to cute header backwards and put it straight behind for the corner. <laughs> Wrexham would be thrilled of that. There was no need to do that. So, corner, right-hand side. O'Connell go across again to take an in-swinger. What was that stat I saw that in-swingers are more likely to be met by an attacking player, but away-swingers are more likely to result in a goal? I can't remember. It was either that or the other way around. That's really useless for me to say that, isn't it? O'Connor with the in-swinger then. Steps up, swoops at a pace to the far post this time, but Boots takes that very cleanly. That was really confident keeping. Got it well. Clung on to it. Tom Evans says, Happy New Year. Listening from Donegal and uh, adhering strictly to tin canuary. Yaki Dan, he's got a, a nice can of beer there that he's enjoying. As Wrexham trying to put pressure on again. It's chipped over the top. It's a nice ball to Barnes. He's got goal side of O'Connor. Into the box. Tight angle hits it. Howard pushes it away and Hayden does brilliantly to get to the loose ball first before Kelly could knock it into the empty net. The referee's given the free kick to Wrexham because Kelly, in lunging to try to score, caught Hayden. But that was a superb piece of emergency defending by Hayden. Or it would have been an equaliser. It was a good burst by Barnes. Good save by Howard, who stood up well to parry. And then when it dropped loose, yeah, Hayden did superbly to beat Kelly to the ball. Otherwise, it would have been a tap-in. So Wrexham ride their luck there. Palmer, the good flick on. Mullen can't get to it. We're not really getting the strikers into it enough the last, well, second part of the first half, to be honest. As the ball is worked around and fed down the flank again, they're looking for Barnes, who's been threatening. He's won a throw, knocking it off Tunnycliffe. Gavin France asks, what was the longest wait for the debut goal? And I've got two, got two left-backs to throw at you. Phil Hardy, who played a heck of a long time for Wrexham before finally scoring. I'll get to these questions at half-time, actually. Um, and the other one would be Alf Jones, the famous Our Alf. He was a real legend for Wrexham in the 30s. Anyway, let's see this half out first, Gavin, and then I'll get some stats up for you. It's up to the halfway line. Clark's turned around the corner, but it's well read by Toza, who, apart from that one aberration when he let Dallas turn him, has looked very solid at the back. The back three have all looked very good. Had a lot of pressure to deal with. O'Connor put under pressure. He's calm under pressure, though. He turns and goes backwards, and the three central defenders have a lot of space to move it around between themselves. Tunnycliffe, progressive, finds McFadgen. He goes to Tunnycliffe, and Wrexham start to horseshoe again from side to side. 
Tony Cliff now, left-hand side on the halfway line. Lee's dropped off deep to take over. McFadgen receives it and plays a chip into the box that looked terribly hopeful. So Mullen didn't chase it, but Goodger has been tackled by Mullen in the box. Lee squares it. Luke Young now, back to Lee. Solly got men behind the ball. That's a good ball around the corner by Lee to Mullen, who beats his man. Lee hits it, deflected just over. Well, Mullen, I think, was asking for a penalty. But, oh, they were so close that to a, a second goal. Lee's shot took a deflection and just cleared the bar. Mullen went down rather easily under pressure from Goodger. But it was he who won the ball back initially from Goodger. It was an odd one <laughs> because Wrexham, McFadgen's chip into the box just looked a bit hopeful. And Mullen didn't bother chasing it, but because Goodger therefore had time, he took too much time. And Mullen suddenly decided to go for it and chased him as, uh, from the short corner. It's another corner to Wrexham. It's played short to Lee. He put another teasing cross in, looking for Tunnicliffe at the far post. This time, Goodger had covered him, but he could only head it behind for another corner, left-hand side. Wrexham looking to finish the half on the front foot. Can they get that second goal, which would really make all the difference in a tight game like this? So, young honest. Everybody is beyond the penalty spot now. Ball swept in under the bar, Boots punches it, and it'll go out. Will it? No, Donovan's done well to get there. And he's knocked the ball off his man, Ford, for a throw-in. I think Ford wasn't quite sure whether to try and keep it in or not, because it looked like it was going to go out for a throw, which Toza would have hurled in. But Donovan managed to do so and, and knocked it off Ford, who stood off him a little bit. Garrick Hill wants to know what I'll be, what, what I'll be having at half-time. Oh, wow, it looks good. It's made in America, but it's what I could find in Tampa, Florida, pork pie. Old world traditional pork pies. The ball's paid forwards and both sides are shouting for a decision. It goes Solly Hull's way, throwing the halfway line. Whew. Old world traditional. That probably means, you know, it's made to strict Tudor recipes and it's full of sparrow and convict. Free kick in midfield. Connor's a little pet impetuous, pushing his man over. So Wrexham will have to defend the edge of the area here. As Thane Emrys <laughs> Bertie in the saying, wait, wait, is that a Welsh pronunciation of controversy or a generally British one? I don't know what I said. I'm sorry. I don't know what I said. Uh, balls swept in towards the edge of the area and a good header clear by Palmer. He'll come back in again, though. It's Maycock works out wide to the rest-hand side. Right-hand side, Barnett cutting inside, clips a well, close idea at a reverse pass, but McFadgen had trailed him and finds Palmer, and Palmer plays it down the wrong channel. Mullen was one-on-one -on -one against the last defender and made a quick run to the right, and Palmer didn't see that he'd made that change of direction and played down the left. And that's a, that's a shame for Wrexham. Wrexham win it back well, though, through Tunnicliffe. A great signing Tunnicliffe is. On the halfway now, Ford, back to Young, takes that little accelerating first touch that he does to get away from his man. But Wrexham can't pierce the solid-hole midfield. There should be a fair amount of added time. As Toza punches a good pass over to the right, Ford with a chance to run as his man again. It's Dallas back helping out. He cuts inside, pulls it back to the halfway line. And Toza again changes the point of attack, popping it over to the left. Dunnigliffe to McFadgen. 
Lee, it's not the best pass to Lee. He's done really well to get there under pressure. He was knocked over, but kept the ball really close. Lovely, tight, close control. And Wrexham are just moving it around at the back. Two minutes is all we're adding on to this. I'm really surprised at that. We've had the physio on. As Toza dinks a good ball to the right. Ford, two men on him straight away. Cuts inside, though. And cute ball to the edge of the area. Mullen tries to turn it around for Palmer. Can't quite find him. Palmer scrapping away. Can't quite win it back. And the ball is fed back to Boots, who has to again get past Mullen. Mullen was very close to him there. It wasn't a good back pass. And Boot fakes to clear it. And then when Mullen jumped, dribbled past him. Here's O'Connor, though, again, as Wrexham win the ball back in midfield. Dallas was fouling a Wrexham man, but ref plays a good advantage. Ford is taking on Donover. Stands up across it, six-yard box. Well defended by Howe. He beats his man to it, six yards out. And this time, Solihull do get a free kick when the ball is cleared. Foul in the air. Controversy. Controversy. That's a controversy. Yeah. I'm worried now what that Ask Wrexham question of what I may have said in the past. Um, <laughs> Idina says, why does it take so much time to update the scoreboard after a goal? I was wondering that. I was looking down at the monitor and just for a second thought, that goal did stand, didn't it? Uh, sometimes you doubt what you see with your own eyes, but, well, I guess, you know, somebody didn't notice for a bit. It's Christmas. We've got to let them off. And free kick is not long, and Hayden can just duck underneath that. Pandy lad saying a low sun is a pain. Might have been better put the camera the other side. The problem is that there'll only be facilities as the halftime whistle goes. Beg your pardon. The halftime whistle goes. Wrexham leading 1 0 at halftime. Yeah, Mike as well saying there's quite the solar glare on the stream. Yeah, I mean, the problem is there'll only be facilities at Solihull to put the cameras on one side. I mean, to be fair, if you look around the race course, you can only put them on one side. Uh, when we've had more cameras because we've got TV coverage or because of the stream, we will ha they will have to build their own scaffolding. And if you think about it on the other side of the pitch, um, you can't really erect scaffolding where the seats are without kicking people out of their seats and you'd have to clear you know you couldn't block the 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 aisle off you know health and safety issues so yeah i don't think there's there's much option really you've you have a gantry and you stick to it i think to be is the is the honest answer to that so yeah the the problems you get in a non-league ground sometimes as well of course because you can't uh you know you're not going to get as big a crowd a ground as you would do in other uh, higher up the game so Wrexham were lucky in having such a big stadium well at least it got a good view of the goal that's the most important thing I reckon so Wrexham leading 1-0 at half time but a really tough competitive match Solly Hull certainly asking plenty of questions of Wrexham but they've not been able to get past Mark Howard and his defence who have done a good job and Jordan Tunnycliffe's 11th minute header his first goal for the club has put Wrexham ahead. Right, let's have a look at some Ask Wrexham questions. Well, there was that one, wasn't there, about the longest wait for a player. Oh, but before that, there was a question about brothers that I noticed earlier. Let's have a quick dive down to that one. So, yeah, no Bovril today. I I've got to be honest. Um, I've... <laughs> I've eaten too much over Christmas. I might eat too much every single day. 
let's let's be frank and not only that but um it's i'm going out for dinner after when i get back home so because of that i've decided a, a mid-afternoon snack probably isn't the wisest thing to do Right, let's have a little look through for the question about brothers. It was about the McFadgens, because Kyle McFadgen plays for Coventry. He's injured, sadly, at the moment. Otherwise, we could have had that rather nice uh, situation of brothers playing against each other. And it was asked, is anybody else... Have we had that before? You know, two brothers playing against each other. We most certainly have. In fact, the answers were very, very good uh, to that question. I can't find it anywhere. I'm so sorry, whoever it was who asked the question. I can't find your question. Anyway, um, the answer was provided by people answering anyway. Connor Jennings and James Jennings would be the most re recent. I also remember Steve and Neil Roberts playing against each other. Now, um, we have got, if I just bring up my spreadsheet, so I had a quick look. And I've <laughs> I've got a list of all the all the brothers I can find who uh, represented Wrexham. There are some famous pairs and some not so famous pairs. So, for example, Tommy Bamford, the guy who dominates all our goal scoring records, his his brother Walter also played for Wrexham at the same time. He was an attacking player, um, but less successful. He played for us for two years alongside uh, Tommy. Other examples, Joey Jones, of course, club legends, not the one playing against us today. Now, his younger brother, Frankie Jones, had two spells with us as a young lad. I remember him when I was a kid watching Wrexham, and he was a stand-in centre-back. He was very one-footed, and I always remember he used to do this, <laughs> this weird sort of hitch kick to clear the ball. If the ball came on his wrong foot, he'd sort of jump up in the air in order to twist his body around and get his foot on it. Lovely bloke, Frank. And then he came back again later on in his career when we had injuries and helped out. Um, other players just having a quick squiz through. Like I say, the Robertses. We had George and Phil Spruce, who were twins, I'm pretty sure. And then also, hang on, did we have these two at the same time? Jeff and Jim Whitley. Both came to us from Man City on loan Jeff initially had two spells with us and I'm just looking yeah their times didn't coincide Jim Whitley came permanently to us and was a mainstay of the side that got promoted under Dennis Smith in 2003 a really good solid professional Jim who could play either as a defensive midfielder or a fullback and was a very reliable player he played for Northern Ireland earlier in his career Jeff was uh a really talented midfielder who maybe didn't quite make the most of his ability, in all honesty. But he was a, he was a good player as well, very good player. Over two loans, well, one loan spell and one permanent spell with us. So a couple of couple of class acts they were. Um, and let's not forget Mark and Mike Williams, of course, at the early days of us being in the national league. They both made their debuts in 2005, came down with us, and were two of our better players in the those early stages of us being in the National League. So, yeah, absolutely. There's, it's, uh, yeah, we had a fair few, fair few brothers playing for, for us. Now, where was that other question? Oh yeah, weights, that's it. That's why I was on that spreadsheet. Long waits for players to score a goal. Now then, so the, the two obvious ones are, Phil Hardy, and I've got to say this, I mean, Phil Hardy 
uh, one of the all-time greats for Wrexham. Made 476 appearances for us. He's right up there in the appearances list. He's a left-back. He was actually... I mean, am I misremembering this? I seem to recall him being quite decent going forwards. Um, but he just never scored. and never threatened to score. He's a very good defensive full-back. He used to get forwards well um, alongside Carl Connolly. And was... You know, and a very effective player, but his combination play didn't tend to lead to him getting in scoring positions. So he never really ever looked like scoring. And it was a big deal with Wrexham. Will he ever score a goal? Now, the thing is that he played for 10 seasons for us and didn't score. And I'm sorry to make this into something personal, but I've got to do it. He, <laughs> he finally... I went on holiday... I'm a teacher. It was half term. I went to New York. It was brilliant. In those days, because it was in 1999, uh, you, you didn't get the internet, obviously. Wrexham were playing at home to Colchester. Our season was dead. There was nothing to play for. We were finishing mid-table. I phoned my dad up, because he'd been to the match, to find out what had happened. And he just said, you're not going to believe this. And I knew straight away and said to him, Phil Hardy scored, didn't he? Yep, he had. Uh, Wrexham had got a penalty late on. And because there was nothing riding on the game, they decided to let Hardy take it. <laughs> and think, oh, man, please score. He did score. So Phil Hardy did get his goal. Now then, the other one that comes to mind, although to be fair, I'm not saying that I'm not saying he's going to be the only example. Alf Jones. Now then, well, actually, I'm wrong. I'm just looking at the stats. He scored six goals for us. Oh, I scored one in his first season. But Alf Jones, forget about it. Alf Jones was a a player that played for us throughout the twenties and thirties. Came into the team 1923. Last game for us 1936. Um, incredible obdurate defender. In those days, defenders didn't go up much. It's very different looking game to what it is now. And, yeah, he basically, uh, <laughs> well, didn't score many. Six goals in 581 games. I'm pretty sure that at the time, 1936, that was a, a record for the entire Football League, the most appearances by any player. And a lot of them were consecutive as well. He had an incredible long run of games. Um, I'll try and find it for you now. Sorry, I'm... I mean, wittering to myself. This is a problem with me being on my own. <laughs> it means I, I can't get someone else to talk about something while I, I search for something on my spreadsheet. And the connection's not the best. But, um, so I'm having, to, I'm having to vamp her up here. I'll get the banjo. Get the banjo in a second. And then everything will be fine. Right, let's have a squiz. Ah, pa, 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 pa. Appearances records. So somewhere here, I've got... Cons yes, there we are. Consecutive appearances by a Wrexham player. And... He is, in terms of outfield players, he holds the record for Exum. He played in 236 consecutive matches between the 30th of August 1930 and, wait for it, the 6th of April 1935. So nearly five years he didn't miss a match. 
that isn't the club record because Brian Lloyd, who always sits in front of us in the press box, actually, for Wrexham's home games, a goalkeeper, he played 312 consecutive games between the 4th of March 1972 and the 17th of August 1977. Wow. Other players on that list, by the way, third place, Alan Fox, who was a lovely chap who played 198 games spread over four years. Andy Marius, a great goalkeeper for us between 1993 and 1996. He played 182 games for us. Um, Alf Jones, oh my gosh. After Bobby Shinton in fifth place, is interesting. Between 76 and 79. Uh, a winger who's in our great 77-78 team who would have taken a lot of kicks. Uh, and fair play for him for not missing games when he was getting roughed around. But after him is Alf Jones again. I'd noticed that, 159 games between 1925 and 1929. And just outside the top 10 is the most recent one, which is Manny Smith, who tragically, of course, his career essentially was ended at Solihull. He played 95 consecutive games between the 9th of September 2014 and 9th of February 2016. Yeah, sadly, his, his career was ended by an injury picked up at Solihull it was as as so often happens an innocuous one he just jumped to win a header landed funny and did terrible damage to his knee he tried to fight and come back but it was never really going to happen sadly a wonderful player Manny Smith outstanding central defender now then if we have a quick look back at Ask Wrexham's there was also the one um, which I promised to mention a half-time about Andy Cannon. So Al Hanna said in the Scunthorpe game, we got a little glimpse of the new signing, uh, Andy Cannon. How long does it take for someone new to get fully developed and fill the system? Also, we currently have a very strong midfield. Whose position will Cannon be jostling for? Well, I was talking last week about like settling players in on the Ask Wrexham podcast. And frankly... I mean, it can vary, can't it? You know, some players we were brought straight in, some not. A lot of it depends on the sort of nature of the manager and their philosophy. Uh, is it a manager who has a very set system that he wants the players to learn beforehand? Um, with Parkinson, I think he's halfway towards being like that, but he would throw a player in uh, if if he thought he 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 needed to. And in the past in football, that's what managers have tended to just throw a player in. He knows how to play. Um, but not so much now. If you look at uh, the, the really obvious example to me in British football is De Zerbi, the new Brighton manager. He's very, very structured in the way that he approaches football matches. So he is very much, you know, he, he needs players to learn his system. He needs players to learn their positions. The, where they are on the pitch. I mean, Guardiola is a big one for this. Klopp as well. You see a lot of local players who don't get that many games in the opening stages of their career under Klopp and then become important, like Fabinho, for example, because he needs them to get up to speed with what he needs them to do and to learn all the different positions he wants them to be in at different points in the game. Um, but then he will also throw players like like um, Diaz last season who he threw straight in. So it can vary. I think the bottom line on Cannon, in terms of bedding him in, is that he well, firstly he looks like the sort of player that Parkinson wants in the team. 
because obviously he's picking players according to type and Wrexham now use a lot more data as Solihull come out for the second half. There's a lot more data being used by Wrexham now to try and identify the right players and so they will match a profile of a player for a certain area in the pitch to their data. Um, but also, I mean, the, the, the big thing that's keeping them out of the team is just that we don't need to make changes now. You know, we are on a roll. We're playing some very good football. We're winning games hand over fist. And therefore, there's no pressure on him to rush Cannon in to improve the team because it's purring along quite nicely. As for the second part of the question, which was um, also we currently have a very strong midfield whose position will Cannon be jostling for? Well, that's really interesting. I mean, we have they all have set roles, those three players, but maybe they're not as different as they could be in other midfield trios. You know, we do play a player sitting off a bit more as a defensive midfielder, O'Connor in this case, but O'Connor's the most suited, I think, to that role. The others, you know, Young's played it too, but, you know, we, we don't have a player sitting right off defending the defence as Solihull did in the game at the racecourse when Joey Jones was sitting in front of the back three to allow their wing-backs to go forwards. Uh, we didn't do. We don't tend to do that quite so much. So a lot of these players are fairly in, um, interchangeable. Cannon plays on the left-hand side. The teams are about to kick off now. Now the thought that's the sort of area like either side of that that central player. Uh, you know, so either side really. I think. Um, interested to see how it works out as we're about to get things underway. We do, and the ball's fed back to Tozer, who pings that long ball over to the left flank. It's a good one. Palmer brings it down nicely, feeds it inside, just behind his man. Oh, that nearly works an absolute treat. Wrexham are pressing hard by the corner flag, and in the end, it's scuffed clear, and the ball's pinged back into the Solihull box. Clark. Wanted to go out for a goal kick, but Mullen punts the pressure, so he had to hit another long clearance. And the ball's bobbling in midfield. Lee hooks it back over the top. Clark again with the header. Wrexham trying to press now in midfield. The Solly holding the pressure go over the top, and that's not a good ball. Throw to Wrexham. Wow, that, that long kickoff gets criticism from some people when we launch it towards the corner flag. But Palmer took it like a dream on the chest and nearly opened Solly Hull up then. Long throw by Toza down the line. Palmer pops it into midfield where O'Connor again makes it his. That's a good ball between the lines now. Lee scurrying forwards while he's taken out late. Rest not interested. The ball goes back to Boots. The rest let an awful lot go. Um, I'm not saying to say he's wrong all the time. But he has let a lot go. Here's Hayden now driving it over the top. Easy for Goodger. Takes it on the chest. Ball's fed backwards and locked over the top. Hayden heads it partly away. O'Connor, oh, that's good. Decisive work. A powerful header from the halfway line back to Howard. And Wrexham will build again from the back. Hayden. Ford takes over. Wrexham, of course, looking to pick up the three points to put even more pressure on Notts County, who dropped two points against Oldham Athletic yesterday. Long diagonal by Toza. He doesn't pick up Palmer this time, but Wrexham, well, temporarily win back the second ball. Lee loses it, and it's poked down the right-hand side. Cute idea, but well-read. Kelly doesn't get there because Tunnicliffe picks it off and then gets past him to O'Connor, threading a nice pass to the left. Solihull quick to get bodies behind the ball, though. 
So it's slowed down until Lee accelerates and nutmegs his man. Brilliant run. Feeds to the edge of the area. Mullen stumbles, controls it, gets it back, and O'Connor launches a shot well over. Ford's disappointed. He was in space on the right-hand side. So, goal kick. Ron Wilkes, Happy New Year from Canada. Happy New Year right back at you, and to all of you, in fact. Um, Bovril this afternoon? Uh, no, I'm afraid not. I've, I've chickened out. He also said the game on the 26th was Boxing Day. No need to change or apologise. I know, but I kept realising, I kept saying it, and then kept saying it even though I'd realised. Shocker, innit? Um... Long ball forwards, Wrexham win it back now, he's a chance, Mullen finds Palmer, running into the box, left channel, tight angle, drills it, keeper parries it easily, and grabs hold of it at the second attempt. Well, that was a, an opportunity, Wrexham is starting the second half brightly, They're getting the balls through to those strikers now, and it's threatening, looking stuff, Wrexham clear as the ball's not long by boot. Fed forwards again, well, red in midfield and intercepted, by Tom O'Connor, but that's a sloppy pass by Lee. Sold Ford short, and now it gives Coker a chance to come across. Young does well. Comes across, just closes him down and forces him to play a poor pass down the line. Well retrieved, though, by Jones, and helped on well by Maycock. Barnett now driving through in central position, sets himself up, but then tries to play a through ball, and Kelly is fouled right on the edge of the area. It was a bit of a wild lunge, in all honesty. As... The ball was fed through nicely to the edge of the box. Kelly just found a little bit of space between the centre-back and the full-back. Slid in and Tunnicliffe took him out. I think a bit unnecessary the way he slid in there. Shooting position this then, right on the edge of the box. Wide of centre, right-hand side. Probably about halfway between the D and the corner. So it's a crossing angle as well. But... Certainly, I'd have fancied a shot. Kelly is the right-footed option. Maycock, the left-footed option. This is a real chance for them to test Howard again. So, looks like it is Maycock is being left to. If you make sure the ball gets back. 50th minute. Real chance, this. That's Barnes, in fact, I beg your pardon. It's a real opportunity for Solly Hull, Wrexham with a five-man wall with a, a runner off it and it's hits left-footed straight into the wall, ricochets up in the air Hayden, good header, it ricochets though off Mullen and drops kindly for Donover who stands across in another good header clear, he'll come in again, no chance for a shot left edge of the area, good save by Howard it was pulled a little bit from the edge of the box but Howard got down well to his left and held on to it Kelly it was who hit the shot Wrexham uh, satisfied with that long lock long Palmer again does well in the air as he's manhandled it's cleared but picked up by O'Connor who is calm the way he carries the ball forwards but his pass is over hit and that allows Clark to play a back pass Mullen belatedly decides to try and uh, re-engage <laughs> re with the goalkeeper and Boots kick is too long. Hayden goes back to Howard. Donowers chasing that back pass. Comfortable clearance by Howard. Headed away into midfield. Hayden is there, manhandled, but does well to get his head to it. And Ford just about keeps it in. He's been very good on the ball forward today. As he often is, to be fair. Toes it, squaring it. And Wrexham 
Again, looking to build fairly patiently. It's 1-0 to Wrexham, 52nd minute. Toza has a ball straight through the middle, two straights, easy to cut out. Low Connor wins the second ball. Here's Luke Young now, 30 yards out, helps it wide. It's good work by Ford, cutting inside and poking a nice pass to the edge of the area. Palmer pins his man and helps it on cleverly. Ford is forced out of the box, onto the right flank by the pressure of Coker, but he keeps the ball and gets a return pass from Young, but Coker's done well there, just forced him further away out of the box, and in the end, Wrexham go all the way back. But Wrexham are, are patient and calm in the way that we move things around. Here's O'Connor now, clipping over the top, has a nice idea, it's a lovely ball, and it's poked inside by McFadgen, just beyond the reach of O'Connor, who went for the return pass in the box. Wrexham pressing now, and Palmer now pressuring Boot, who takes a touch, and Palmer tries to get a tackling, and Boot just about gets it clear. Lucky, lucky keeper there. <laughs> Palmer tackled him. Boot tried to turn, and he's tied that once too often in the last week against Wrexham. And Boot just about managed to keep his balance. That's a lovely ball around the corner by Ford, and a great touch by Young. Finds Palmer, Mullen edge of the D, fakes to go wide, then drives it forward and overruns it, just as he was looking to shoot. Oh, my goodness me. That was a chance. And Mullen just couldn't quite pull the trigger. I think he's been a bit cutesy faked to play a pass because Lee was in space running into the box and he used him as a decoy, but then just got a little bit of a heavy touch on it. It's been a bit like that for Mullen today. Things haven't quite worked out for him. But he's working hard, very hard. Our top scorer against Solihull now, of course, after his hat-trick on, you know, that day, Boxing Day. There, I've said it. <laughs> Nevertheless, asks any chance we could get the audio commentary synced better with the National League live stream. Um, I'm just looking at that again. I mean, Boots did a drag back towards his own goal in the six yard box against Palmer to get out of trouble. Wow. Um, I, I, uh, nevertheless, no, really. I think I think you have to try and sync it yourself. I'm afraid. Uh, Palmer's trying to maraud through the middle. But in the end, the ball ricochets away from him. Mind you, he's forced to back pass. And Mullen is after Boot, who gets rid of it. He's very confident in his ability with his boot, old Ryan Boot. But uh, he got lucky there. It's just a mess in midfield. The ref gives no foul. As two solid old players go down. Lee now clips it forwards. Doesn't quite get the pass right. He was looking for Palmer. Oh, young, good interception. The Wrexham are really piling her on here. This is good. On the right-hand side is Ford. Hits the goal line. He'll have to come back out. Finds Young. First time cross. He miss hits it, though. Good job, though. Intercepts rather than let it roll to his keeper. And he clips the ball forwards. Dallas dropping off. Good strength and a good turn. And O'Connor takes him out. Free kick in midfield. No more than that. I wondered if he might give a yellow because it was a bit cynical. Yeah, nevertheless, I mean, the first issue is that our commentary is audio commentary. It wouldn't sound right on a, a video stream, I assure you. Um, and the second point is that we could, while we could sync it, yes, um, it would be... I think it just, yeah, like I said, the issue that it wouldn't sound right is that we have dedicated specialist video commentators... I think it means that this is probably the best way around. Oh, Solly Hull. That's a nice little break down the right-hand side. Lovely one-two by Maycock with Barnett. And Barnett's in the box, right-hand side. Can he find the angle for a shot? Tries it as well. Blocked. Wrexham got back quickly. And it's smashed away well by Luke Young, who nearly picked up Mullen on the flank. It would have been a two-on-two -two break. But it was a nice, fast break out of nowhere. 
Ryan Gay is saying uh, he had no idea the reason why Solihull were wearing their kit was because of the uh, shelter campaign. And was asking, uh, is this something all the clubs do across multiple leagues or just in the National League? So cool. Yeah, it certainly is. I think it's last year it started as Solihull knock it over the top. Yeah, I'm pretty sure last season it was started. Uh, and we couldn't take part, sadly, because our game on Boxing Day was called off. And it, they do it over Christmas, obviously, because the weather's cold now. And, you know, this is a time when they need that support. And, and you know, really January, February obviously goes a little bit worse often. So... Yeah, I think it's an important time for the charity shelter as Wrexham go long but put it out of play you know, to try and get those funds in. Um, so it started, I'm pretty sure, last year. I think any teams are welcome to take part in it, but um, yeah, it's, it's not just the National League. Other, other levels also take part. It is a fantastic idea, isn't it? And so important this time of year as the throw-in's taken. Wrexham win it back. As a throw, McFadgen tries to steal a few yards, and the ref says don't. Throw and taken to O'Connor, lovely skill by O'Connor, who brought the ball down, was under pressure, just flicked it beyond his man. Hayden helps it out to the right to Ford. Wrexham will be happy with the first 10 minutes of the second half. They're dominating the game. Solihull just trying to snatch at chances to get forwards as Toza plays a great ball to the right to Young, who's driving at the defence now. Edge of the area. Will he try a shot on his wrong foot? No, he squares it. Oh, dear. O'Connor dummies and Lee has a pop and lifts it way over the bar. That's a long way off target. That was a lovely burst by Young after an excellent pass by Toza. So, goal kick to Solihull. He got the short option on again. As Jones drops off into his own six-yard box. And Mullen is like a sprinter on his mark. So I beg your pardon, it's, uh, it's not Mullen, is it? It's Palmer. He doesn't get there anyway because it's hit long. And Lee picks the ball up and dribbles nicely forwards. Mullen, edge of the D, hits a shot, big deflection, spins over the bar. Girl, Wrexham are really piling us on now. It's not like the pressing of the home game, but Wrexham are so sharp in midfield, just nipping in and winning the ball back that Solihull are having real, real difficulties trying to get the ball out of their own half. Another corner to Wrexham, right-hand side. But you need another goal to kill the game off. We saw what Solihull are capable of in the first half. But goodness me. This is good pressure by Wrexham. Can they get a reward? O'Connor signals with both arms raised above his head in front of the terrific thousand Wrexham fans. Sweeps it beyond the far post. Headed away well. Jones got up nicely. It's headed back into the penalty area where a defender misses it. And Hayden's fighting for it. Tunnicliffe down to Hayden. Brilliant defender by Goodger to deny him. He has toes on the edge of the box. He shoots. It's blocked. It comes out to Young. He pings it quickly to O'Connor. And he sweeps it in the goal mouth. Defender gets a good header to it. Solly Hull really defending their defence, their penalty area well. And it's smashed clear. They got everybody back though. So it's going to come in again. Ford on the right feeds it into the half space. O'Connor, brilliant return pass down the right to Mullen. Pulls it in the goal mouth. Goodger half clears it. Palmer tries to trick his man and runs into him. Oh my goodness mate. Fantastic pressure. A real scramble. Wrexham win it back again. Right side the box is Mullen. Taking on his man. He's got an overlap. He uses it. Feeds it out to Young. He pulls it back. Mullen edge of the area. Chips to the far post. Three players are marked and it's miscontrolled. 
Oh dear me, Tunnicliffe pulls it back. Little give and go to Ford and Young and Elliot Lee drives a shot and takes a deflection corner again. Goodness me, that was madness. Scrambles all over the shop. <laughs> that was just crazy. But Wrexham just couldn't get through. The Solihull defended manfully. The number of good balls in it they dealt with. And then when the ball came across, oh, Tunnicliffe had, had the best chance because it was clipped in so cleverly by Mullen. And Tunnicliffe miscontrolled it. There were three men on marks at the far post. Here comes a corner. Flicked on, hits the defender, spins over the bar. God, that was a good delivery. That by Young, he really whipped it in. And it hit a defender. I think it hit the Wrexham head first that he was aiming for. Then hit a defender. Span over the bar. Under the corner. Taken short this time. Lee pulls it back to the edge of the area. It's back out to O'Connor. Lee is asking for it down the flank. It goes inside once more to Ford. O'Connor's there. These three trying to work something. He's found Lee on the goal line. Oh, a lovely turn. Takes his man on. Good tackle. That by Kelly, the striker. He did really well to judge that. And he's managed to bring the ball away now. Can he relieve some pressure? Plays up to Dallas, who goes down very easily under contacts from McFadden. Uh, by Young, beg your pardon. But the ref gives the free kick, and I can understand why. It was a bit it was a bit daft to go in and, and give Dallas the excuse, the opportunity to go down. So Solly Hull weather a terrific storm. Now then. What can they do in return? Maycock works it wide. Oh, again, good pressure on the ball. And Donner was forced to sprint almost the length of his half to play a back pass as Wrexham were snapping at his heels. Ball's knocked long. Well won by Toza. O'Connor on the halfway line now. He's had an authoritative game. That's a great ball to Mullen. He goes down under pressure from Goodger. Free kick in a possible shooting position. Nice pass that and... Hang on, he's, has he given this or not? Mullen looks furious. Well, I mean, considering what he just gave to Dallas, he hasn't. Wow. Well, he's, he's given a foul against him? It didn't look offside. Well, that's remarkable. Anyway, free kick on the edge of the box. Oh, Darren's happy place has just reminded me that they didn't have that little mechanical car, the remote control car. If they did, I didn't see it. Heartbroken. Long ball forwards, throw in. Two Wrexham, 25 yards out from their own goal. I asked people to let me know if we were coming through okay, and Barton Banks helpfully said, you're loud and clear. Damn. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Paul Roberts says it's a blast from the past hearing me announce that Joey Jones is playing today. Yes, it's a it was a surprise selection. Um, he's given a free kick to Solly Hull actually. I thought he'd given a throw to Rexham. Well, linesman certainly flagged for that, but it's a free kick to Solly Hull. So Barnett is on it, about thirty yards out, right hand side. Rexham holding a line on the edge of the box. Balls floated in towards the penalty spot. Good header by Palmer. It drops loose. Palmer trying to put pressure on. Jones scoops it up in the air. And it drops loose again. But this time Palmer will have time to bring it down. Now then, there's an option of a pass down the line. Palmer instead tries to ping a through ball. It's it's blocked and goes out all the way through for a goal kick to Wrexham. Actually, Howard decides to keep it in. And as Kelly makes him pick it up, that means he can waste a little more time if he wants to. So... 
Ryan Gay is saying we need more details on this miniature car. I keep hearing Mark Griffiths talk about it, but I haven't seen it. What exactly is this thing? It's uh, Oh, Potamus helped that on well. Mullen goes down on the edge of the area again. And this time, the referee has given the foul. Let's be honest. He's given that because he didn't give the last one. And this is a much better position. Just outside the D, just right of the D. He may have whacked Mullen's head. Hayden is furious that the referee hasn't given a card. As the replay comes up now on the monitor. And Palmer helped it on really well initially. And then Mullen, yeah, ooh, it's an arm in the back of his head. That's not that's not a good challenge, that. Hayden's quite right to be angry with the referee. He was never going to win that. He jumped in behind Mullen and smashed him in the back of the head with his forearm. And Howe is l very lucky. Free kick, though. He can still be punished in terms of the result. As Young and O'Connor are the men on it. It's Ford was interested, but he stepped away now. 65th minute, only a four-man wall. Is there a gap round the side Young could exploit? Maybe not quite. But it's a good shooting position, this. Here comes O'Connor, steps up, hits the shot! Yes! Tom O'Connor, 2-0 to Wrexham. O'Connor, I mean, who would have thought it? We had Jordan Davis and Luke Young anyway, and it turns out O'Connor is the, one, the man with the golden boot from set pieces. But O'Connor stepped up left-footed, swept it beautifully over the wall. Boots was lunging full stretch. He just couldn't reach it as it nestled inside the right post. O'Connor with another free-kick goal. And Wrexham are two up at Solly Moors. Wow, the Wrexham fans that are at that end, they love that. But O'Connor, what a lovely strike. And really, it's got to be said, 2-0 is no more than Wrexham deserve. O'Connor just stepping up and floating a beautiful strike. Got quite a lot of height on it, and it dipped down perfectly. Boots had no chance. And O'Connor was off celebrating with those Wrexham fans straight away. Wrexham with some breathing space. 25 minutes left. We've dominated the second half. If Wrexham can close this out, coming after the last away game at Eastleigh, well, away, away form problems would start to melt away in people's minds, I suspect. There's a Solihull restart. Drew Godley is saying that scrambles the first time a commentator's named all three central defenders of the attacking team in the five-second span. It could well have been. It was crazy. Everybody had a shot. Solihull uh, in their own half and being pressed hard and it's one back is it yes Wrexham putting pressure on this reminds me of Boxing Day Luke Young working it wide to the right hand side Ford sweeps in the cross Howe heads it away Young seems to misjudge that but somehow manages to pull off a, a diving header to a teammate and Ford has it on the right now that was a nice little piece of improvisation Solihull got their shape back and Wrexham are pinging it around confidently though just to go back to Ryan's question about the, the miniature car, it was just a toy miniature car to drive the ball out. So as the ball's paired down the left-hand side, it's nice. Nice little turn as well by Lee, who's still loving, tormenting these players. He's getting buffeted and he keeps going. In the end, he's tackled and Howe hurriedly hoofs the ball away straight to Toza. The strikers are dropping back deep to try and deal with the movements of the Wrexham players. And when they're under pressure at the back and they knock it long, all they're doing is thumping it straight back to Wrexham centre-backs and it begins again. Yeah, they did it in the World Cup, didn't they? They just had a little sort of um, 
radio-controlled car, and they just put a ball in the... It was a convertible, and then they put the ball in the back seat, and it drives to the centre spot. Oh, man. I need to know if that actually happens, because I, I didn't actually get to see it. I was told that it was going to happen. Right, substitution as Donowa has come off, and the young on loan striker Jabulski, who came on at the race course, a big striker, is on in his place. I would argue the problems lie deeper as Toza with a long throw pings his end to the near post beyond Palmer, headed away to the edge of the box where Jones does well to get up and head it away. O'Connor misheads his pass to Toza, throwing to Solly Hull about 30 yards out from their own goal. So yeah, he looks a very raw striker. He scored a, a winning goal in the FA Trophy against Telford for Solly Hull, but he hasn't had that many minutes, Chibulski. But the substitutes aren't up front, but actually the problems are further back. They're not getting the ball to the strikers. Throwing taken, headed clear. Palmer can't quite get there ahead of Clark. And they have to go all the way back to Boot on his left foot. Gets with it the first time, slices it. Only gets about 25 yards. Good header by Ford, won it well. But it goes out for a throw-in. <laughs> beer, bear, beer. I might be becoming too much of a Reds fan and thinking the refs called it a horrible game. I've seen worse, to be fair. There have been a couple of... I think he's just one of these that, that wants to let things flow a bit. And, you know, Solly Hull are a bit bitty. They, they do rough teams up a little, and, and you need a stronger ref, I think, than this. Um, but having said that, they've had a legitimate shout for a penalty too. I don't want to be biased. As, and again here, Lee climbs on his man. No foul given. And Wrexham are breaking down the left of Mullen. He gets in the box. He's got options. Oh, and he shouldn't have used them. He squared it looking for Palmer and overhits it. It's cleared for a throw which Toza could throw in. But to me, that was a clear foul to Solihull in midfield. He's just letting too much flow, I think. Anyway, the throw taken short, and here's Lee again, just dribbling past his man. Lovely manipulation of the ball, wins a free kick on the edge of the area. Luke Young is sprinting up as if to say, hey, O'Connor, this is my turn now. Lung seems to get the ball thrown in at him by a Solihull player into his chest, but he just seems to be laughing her off. He's seemed quite amused by her all. But um, it's Young who spotted it up, and now O'Connor's moved it. Some people would claim that the last player to spot the ball up is the one who's going to hit the free kick. And Young clearly marked his territory, but then O'Connor moved it a little bit. It's the other side of the D. It's fairly similar position, a little bit further out wide. And Solihull have got a four-man wall with a, a runner on the side of it. So O'Connor and Young stand over it. Lee was limping away a little bit after that foul, but he seems all right. And let's see what happens as O'Connor tries another one, puts it over, and now Luke Young will be saying, come on, mate, you've had two goes. 50% success rate, that's not good enough. Let me have a pop. Goal kick then, 71st minutes. And Wrexham 2-0 up, and deservedly so. I mean, a really impressive performance this by Wrexham. Long goal kick through the middle. Hayden mistimes his jump and flicks it on, but Toza is there before Dallas can profit. A long clearance by him, and Mullen is hassling Goodger, and he's done really well. He's won it back. Clunging tackle denies him the ball. That was a super recovery tackle by Jones coming around the back of Goodger. Or Mullen would have really had been in a threatening position. McFadgen, that's a nice idea down the left-hand side. And Palmer has got the pace to get there ahead of Howe. Holding it up left side of the box. Rexima permanently camped in Solihull's half here. Lee 
pops it back into midfield. O'Connor around the corner. That's a nice bit of footwork by Mullen. Wrexham keep probing into crowded areas and then just bringing it back when it, with, with complete control. It's impressive, this. Lovely turn by McFadgen. He enjoys joining in the sort of, of football, doesn't he? Youngers come narrow and he pops it to McFadgen. It's all in midfield. McFadgen over the top. That's a good ball. Lee now has got only Mullen in the middle and he knocks it off his man for the corner. Goal kick. It must have ricocheted back, it looks like. So, Wrexham really looking dominance quality performance this I mean you talk about sending messages out to the rest of the league <sighs> oh you put seven goals past Solly Holt over the festive period happy Christmas Notts County Toza gets the ball from the goal kick and goes back to Howers he drives it through the middle Misheaded by Maycock and Palmer will pick this up. Mullen stayed down in the aerial challenge. Palmer on his own drills it and Boots blocks it. Rebound hit and straight at Boots. Oh, that was such a chance. Such a chance for Young, who was hiding behind Boots, hoping he'd put the ball down so he could nick it off him. He got wise to it. But Palmer did really well. Drove a ball in with power. And it must have swerved in the air. It was parried. Young got to it. And hits it first time shot. And I think anywhere but where he put it would have been a goal because Boots was off balance. But unfortunately, he hit it straight at him. As Mullen, again, looks to be fouled on the halfway line. Nothing given. And Clark drives forwards. Barnett takes over. Trying to go forwards. But O'Connor's blocking the path. Barnett tries again down the right flank. Can he get into a crossing position? He does, but it's not a good cross. And Tunnicliffe takes no chances. Drills it out for a throw in 30 yards out right-hand side. Just seen the replay now. Palmer drilled it. Boots pushed it down and ended up on his knees. So he couldn't really move much. But Young, he had to hit it first time. It was the right thing to do. But unfortunately for him, he steered it from the edge of the area straight at the keeper. Right, here's one of Clark's long throws. Consolio pulls us back into this. Hayden got up really well to head it away. Another throw in by the corner flag now. Right-hand side. 16 and a half minutes left plus added time. This ref didn't add much on in the first. Throw, slung again to the near post. Well, one Toza made it his, heads it away. It's pushed back towards the edge of the area. Good foot in by O'Connor. Now can Palmer break? Controls it well with his head. Mullins ahead of him on the diagonal. Palmer carries it and then feeds Mullen with a good pass. Mullen, right-hand side's got a man isolated. He takes him on, goes to the box, has to go wide. Good defending by Jones. Mullen pulls it back. Ford with a chance to cross. He takes on his man. Will he go outside him? No, he cuts inside. Can try a shot, perhaps. He squares it. And it's a cute reverse pass on the right side of the box. Hayden sweeps in the cross. Good header by Lee. Well held by the keeper. Oh, that was another super move by Wrexham. The quality of this side. The quality. Oh, it was terrific. And in the end, it was a lovely cross. Swept in. And Lee with the header. But again, too close to boot. But wow. I mean, this really is impressive. Long ball forwards, powerful header away by Tony Cliff. Palmer helps her on, but Mullen was still coming back from the last attack, and he's offside. And so the ball rolls through to the keeper. T-Jock and Wife said, as a hockey fan, I have to say, oh, they say they like the commentary. Well, thank you very much. Um, the ball's knocked away. Throwing a free kick to Wrexham, offside given. Well, thank you very much. And also, T-Jock and Wife asks... Um, What's my favourite all Wrexham moment of all time? 
I, I, <laughs> um, I commentate on Wrexham beating Arsenal, which is seen as by many people as the biggest shock in the history of British football. You're losing Arsenal with the champions, as there's going to be a substitution made. Uh, Wrexham had finished bottom of League Two the season before. So it's the best against the worst. Oh, it's long ball forwards. Palmer flicks around. Goodger's tackled on the edge of his area. Here come Wrexham again. Ford pops it inside. Gets it back from Young and then tries a cute pass, which is intercepted well. Hayden tries to clip her over his man, but actually doesn't achieve that. And it's a good piece played by Dallas, who brings the ball forwards and squares it in. It's helped on again by Barnett. And now Maycock is driving forwards. Rolls it down the right-hand side. Kelly, Wrexham asks for offside, not given. Kelly's got blue-shirted players swarming around him, though. It's pulled back into midfield once more. Barnett, who's been very lively, to be fair, down the right-hand side, plays her off. That's a poor ball, is it, by Clark? Oh, well, it's come forwards and a free kick's given to Solihull in a dangerous position. Kelly just managed to get there ahead of his man as he was trying to put the cross in. And he's won a free kick like a short corner in hockey, just short of the goal line on the right. And Wrexham will have to defend this securely. Centre-backs come up, naturally. Uh, it's all the Wrexham players back defending. Equally naturally. I'm going to go back to that question about favourite Wrexham moments. But let's see this corner first. Two men on it. A way-swinger and an in-swinger. Only one man in the box, marked by O'Connor. As the ball is swept under the bar, good header clear by Toza. Comes out into midfield. It's spread quickly to the right by Clark. That's a good pass, that. Coker now on his left foot. Swings in across towards the edge area. It's helped on in the goal mouth, but Howard is there comfortably. And he runs with the ball to the edge of the area to see if there's any long options. There aren't. Right, favourite Wrexham moments. I mean, commentating on Wrexham beating Arsenal. In those circumstances, they're the best. We were the worst in the whole football league in the previous season. We're losing with eight minutes left. And then Wrexham veteran legend Mickey Thomas scores an amazing free kick. And two minutes later, local boy Steve Watkins scores an incredible winner. I mean, that is takes some beating as Wrexham go long and Solihull when they're thrown in their own half. But I'm going to say that's not my favourite moment of all time. Because eight years earlier, Solihull make their third change... Kelly is going to come off just when he's had his liveliest spell of the game for the last 70 minutes. And Callum Whelan, a midfielder, comes on. I think my favourite is probably when Wrexham beat Porto. Wrexham have a great reputation for giant killing. And we used to be allowed to play in Europe to represent Wales if we won the Welsh Cup. And in 1984, a very poor Wrexham side somehow managed to beat one of the best teams in the world, Porto's. Wrexham win it back from the defensive throw-in for Solihull. Through O'Connor, oh, Palmer can't find Mullendo throwing to Solihull. It was astonishing. It was over two legs as well, which makes the shock more difficult because, you know, obviously class should tell if you play two matches rather than one. Wrexham won 1-0 at the race course through my favourite ever player, Jim Steele, who was a big, scary striker. And then went to Portugal, where it was expected we'd get battered. And somehow managed to lose 4-3, our final goal, a spectacular volley by Barry Horn, um, meaning we went through on away goals. It's 4-4 on aggregate. And that really was insane. And we went back to our bed and butter, which was losing games in the league in League Two. As the ball's knocked forwards by Solly Hull. But again, O'Connor's an excellent game. He tidies it up. Wrexham go long. Not accurate, though. Uh, Young tries to disrupt in midfield. Doesn't come out with the ball in the end. 
and Whelan, who's a neat little midfielder who came through the Man United Academy, works it wide to the left-hand side. It comes back in again. And Solihull are happily just shifting it from side to side. And Wrexham are happy because we are sitting off. Here's Jabulski. First time I mentioned him, I think. Actually, it wasn't him. Oh, well. <laughs> His poor lad's playing up front and they're not getting the ball to him. Attempted cross is blocked and cleared by Lee. Oh, it's a lovely header because he's found Palmer and he works it down the left to Mullen. Now then, Mullen has nothing ahead of him. Two defenders to beat. Palmer's in support now. Mullen cutting in from the left-hand side. He might hit the shot as they drop off him. He's kind of to the edge of the area. He decides to slow it down. And that's quite sensible and let the support come in. And then Palmer flicks a, a rather <laughs> lazy cross in that finds nobody. Despite a panicky lunge by Goodger, there's no one in there. And Mullen must wonder why did all that hard work for Palmer to just give the ball away. It's not long and Hayden heads it straight out of play for a throw to Solihull, deep in their own half. Wrexham are they lining up a second change. We've lost Jacob Mendy, of course, sadly, through injury. And now James Jones is going to come on to replace Elliot Lee, who gets a superb reception. I mean, what a performance from Lee. Brilliant work to set up the first goal. And this is his threat is twisting and turning. Brilliant. And now the legs of of Jones, who just never stays still, he can come on now just to close the game down. Perfect, as far as Parkinson is concerned. So, same as the last game, Lee replaces a uh, replaced by Jones in the eighty first minute. As Solihull worked the ball over to the right-hand side, Maycock pokes it short, but it's all quite adjacent, and Wrexham were able to put pressure on the ball. Barnett now in his own half. Good work. Spins away from O'Connor. Ball surging through the middle. That's terrific work. Young stops him with an excellent tackle. Oh, the ref's given a foul. I've got to be honest, I thought Young got a toe into that, and he's going to buck Young. Now, I'm pretty sure that is now a suspension for the next league match. Oh, I... Well, Young's not arguing too much. And he gets a yellow. And that is, like I said, a blow for Wrexham. Because I'm pretty sure that is now a suspension for our next league game. Which is, of course, a home to Bromley. So, free kick in midfield to Solly Hull. They need to do something dramatic quickly to pull themselves back into this game game which they had an excellent 10 minute spell in the middle of the first half but beyond that Wrexham have been terrific this could be a shooting position you know it's a long way out about 30 yards maybe a little bit less but judging by the run up that Barnett's taken well now he's shortened it down a bit and he pulls it wide in the end so lots of bodies in the box can they deliver the cross comes in dangerous pull that and it's headed behind for a corner is it Looked like a corner to me. It was an excellent header by Toza, that. And, wow, Wrexham having to just dig in a little bit. It was a lovely cross and an excellent header behind. Corner left-hand side. Solihull take it quickly down the goal line. Cute idea. Chipped to the far post dangerously, but nobody can get on the end of it. And in the end, it's cleared by Toza, who chased it out of the flank and knocked it off his man, throwing to Wrexham in their own half. But Solihull just reminding us that this game's not over. It was a cute little routine that led to that dangerous cross coming in. And it was a great header behind by Toza. Here he is now with the throw, just putting it down the line, just looking to gain yards. It's touched on and flicks on cutely again. So a chance for a break now with 
Mullen getting his head down, driving towards the corner flag. It's held up well. Now, work back out again. Mullen on the flank, pulls it back into midfield. O'Connor looks for the switch, lovely ball. And he finds Ford, oh, his touch let him down. He's such a good technical player, Ford. You fancy him to bring that under control. But it bounced off him quite badly. Ball's fed forwards as Mike the ref sends in. And we asked this question a couple of weeks ago. I should have asked him. Not a suspension of Young, because after 23 league games, to start 24th, you can have 10 yellows for a one-match ban. Oh, Luke Young. The timing of a genius. Good stuff. <laughs> as Wexelman is throwing on the left-hand side. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> I'm very much appreciative of that. Brilliant. Wexelman are taking their time over this, as you might expect. What a huge three points, of course, this would be. I'm, I'm sorry for stating the blindingly obvious. It's especially in the context of the Notts County dropping points. And, and if Wrexham were to beat Solihull home and away, our first double over, no, a second ever double over them, that would be a hell of an achievement. Throwing down the line, headed out for a throw on the halfway line. Like I said, we haven't won there since our first match there, 2016. Toes with the throw again, just to waste time. Is he looks for options? Steps over the halfway line, steals a few yards, slings it towards Palmer, who flicks that on well. Mullen can't quite win it though. Throw it, level the edge of the box, and if Toes chooses to, he can sling this into the danger area. Good year it was. He got the last touch. Oh, and then the, my goodness me. The, the referees decided that it's a solly hole. What? He's given the free kick to them. Both sides went into the penalty area because they knew it was a throw into Wrexham. He's signalling with his arm up as if it's offside. Well, you know, stop me. But if if you disagree, but um, you can't be offside from a throw in until they threw it down the line and Palmer held her on. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, Solihull break down the right-hand side now. And it's a chance maybe for Barnett to pull something into the box. He lets Clark take over. Clark, little step over. Good foot in by Tunnicliffe. And it's clear. It's up to the halfway line. Palmer can't get in the end of it, though. It ricochets forwards. Maycock, fast feet, does well to get out of trouble on the right-hand side. But it's already gone out. Throwing given to Solihull, though. So... They got a throw about well, a free kick again given. Again, I've got to be honest and say I didn't see what that was for. It's fed down the line, and once more they're going to try and run at McFadgen. A cross comes in, too much on that, but it came off the defender last. Another corner for Sonny Hull. Both sides have had a, a heck of a lot of set pieces to try and profit from. So, can they make something happen here? Corner on the right. Taking quite a long time just lining her all up. Jabulski is a big lad. He's there in the penalty area. Jones is back marking him. Lots of height in that Solihull size, but then plenty of big lads in the Wrexham team too. Taking quite a while. Adrian Quelch before he finally is happy. There's a lot of wrestling going on. Tunnicliffe's complaining at how he's shoving him around. 
and the ball is swept into the melee. Howard does well to get a fist on it and just punch it out to the left flank. Howe pulls it inside quickly to the edge of the area. Maycock is closed down by Jones. Squares it on nicely, though. Bit of time, perhaps. Not much for Barnett because Young came out to pressure him. Cross comes in from the right flank. Free header into the goal mouth, and it's headed over the bar. Amazing clearance. Howard was beaten. And somehow, Hayden got back and made the most acrobatic header over his own bar. He was so close to his goal, how did he avoid putting it into his own net? He should be coaching Vout Face and the Leicester side, shouldn't he? As the ball is swept to the edge, six-yard box, a good fuzz in that to get it clear. Shot comes back in with Maycock, it's blocked. And ricochets out, a Rexigan break, Mullen, great acceleration, beats one man, good tackle, halts him. But Hayden picks her up and switches play, that's nice. Jones helps it wide, McFadgen's there. Solly Holt getting bodies back now, as Wrexham feed it in behind, and it's a great chance driven in, Boot gets a foul offside flag, went up. But well, drama at both ends. <laughs> and Wrexham came so close to conceding a goal, it was a glorious header by Howe. Got up really well, put it over Howard and Hayden. Amazing header. He's facing his own goal. He's only about two yards out and he's managed to stretch and head it over his bar. That's brilliant. Here comes Solly Hull again. Fair play. They are pushing hard to try and get themselves back in the game. It's a poor cross, though. And Tunnicliffe dealt with that very nicely, chesting it down to McFadgen. And then a nice little pass by Jones O'Connor down the flank. It's cleared. But well won in the air by O'Connor again. Here come Solly Hull down the right once more. Nice pass feds to the feet of Barnett. He's put under pressure, but he's been tricky down that right flank. Good tackle to win it back, though. Again by O'Connor. And Palmer skips past one man. Mullen's in support. He gives it to Mullen on the left flank. Palmer goes ahead. Mullen plays a return pass. Palmer beats Goodger to it left side the box. He looks for Mullen on the flank once more. And Wrexham could slow it down a bit, perhaps, now. They force Tolly Hull back. There's a minute left. Young helps it on to Hayden, who's heroic header. Avoided a very edgy end to the game. Here's Ford now, driving forwards. He's got his man Isley. He cuts in, gets into the box. Coker again, backs off, chips it in cutely. Palmer miscontrols it, six yards out, back to goal. Oh, he's got to do better than that. Ford did beautifully there. Rexham win it back once more. Good work in midfield once more by Ford. O'Connor now has got Young out wide. He says go the other way. O'Connor agrees. Wrexham, a combination of looking for the third and just protecting the ball. They seem at the moment to be able to do both of them fairly well. James Jones now. Works inside to Young. Pressure on him, but he surges forwards. That's a good recovering tackle, that though, on him. And now, Chabulski made the tackle, can try and drive forwards. He just runs. Oh, my ref. The ref's given the free kick. He just ran into trouble, turned round and fell over. That's a bit harsh. James Jones penalised. Free kick in the centre circle. And it'll be taken by Coker. We're about to see how much is added on. And Wrexham also have a sub ready to come on. As the ball is lofted up towards the edge of the area. It's flicked on nicely down then. Barnett around the back of the fence. Drives in. Hits the goal line. Pulls it across. It's in. And Solihull scored at the start of the three added minutes. And there's drama here. Chabulski got the last touch. And well, well. Oh, Wrexham going to have to... Dig in to make sure they get the three points that they richly deserve. The ball was fed over to the right-hand side. It was a heavy touch, in all honesty. But nonetheless, the ball was driven into the goal mouth and 
Ah, looks more like an own goal by Howard, that to me. He's lunging at Jabulski's feet. And uh, looked to come off him. Did it? Well, maybe not. That's quite a cute finish if Jabulski did get a touch. He's managed to flick it between Howard's legs. Like I said, a bit of a odd free kick that they scored from, considering the way the ref's been letting the game flow. So we've had one of the added three minutes as Wrexham, from the restart, launch it into the seats. The Solihull fans have, to a great extent, emptied the ground, but <laughs> they're now watching as their team tries to fight on. Ball's cleared partially by Wrexham. Dolby has come on for Mullen. One knocked to the edge of the area. Well, Dolby has, is picked up again by Solly Hall on the right-hand side. Wrexham Hams with the fan. Barnett drives it in, wins a corner. Goodness me. Wrexham suddenly having to work for this. It's going to be corner on the right-hand side. Of course, the centre-backs and Jones come up. They're all massing around the edge of the area. In swinging corner, look, goes across the face of goal and is smashed away at the far post. And now it's being chased well to the halfway line by O'Connor. He's got no support, but he, Palmer rather, just trying to waste a bit of time. It's launched back in though to the edge of Wrexham's area and Goodger brings it down. Oh, Hayden did well. He didn't read it in the air, but he covered well. He slashed it out, throw in. Chance maybe for Clarks, but that long throw in. We've had 92 minutes, 15 seconds of this match. But the, although the rest had it on three minutes, he'll probably add a bit more on because they scored during the added time. So Wrexham really are going to have to dig in here to make sure they get those points. Clark will put in a long throw. He steps up now and slings it towards the near post. Flicked on partially and a cross comes in. It spins over the bar. And it's a goal kick. I've got to be honest, I thought that took a deflection. Coker tried to dink it in. Defender was very close to him, but no deflection. And now Wrexham, as we go over the three added minutes, will look to take their time and hope that the referee will blow when the ball goes back into play from Howard's boot. This has been a heck of a game. Solihull certainly have been better than they were at the race course, as it's not long by Howard. The referee's not blowing. Palmer helps it on. Dolby on the chase, but it'll go through to boot. You can't let it come through to him in his box. So he smashes it long. An awkward one. Tows it as well to get rid of it. And that is the final whistle. That's a huge win for Wrexham. They do the double over Solihull Moors. That's no mean feat. And Wrexham have got closed the gap to Notts County. A good fighting performance by not the Solihull at times. But Wrexham emerged victorious. A huge, huge win. In the battle for the title for the National League. Goals from Jordan Tunnicliffe nodding the ball home nicely. And then O'Connor with an excellent free kick finishing the job off. Absolutely fantastic from Wrexham's point of view. The one dark cloud, of course, being the injury picked up by Jacob Mendy. So, that's a hot take podcast Wrexham win 2-1 at Solihull Moors. A huge, huge victory. Solihull might have been battered 5-0 in the game on Boxing Day, but they were always going to come back harder at Wrexham. But Wrexham started off very well, put pressure on, and for the first 20 minutes were in control. Jordan Tunnicliffe 
gave Wrexham the lead uh, header at the far post his first for the club after a lovely little chip by Elliot Lee after beating his man uh, but uh, but Solihull fought back well to be fair and halfway through the half they had a good 10 minute spell in which they put Wrexham under lots of pressure Wrexham really had to defend very well in order to repel them but they did so and then got the second goal after a very strong start of the second half. Tom O'Connor stepping up and hitting a superb left-footed free kick over the wall. So Wrexham fans are celebrating mightily with their team. Wrexham looked in complete control and made a lot of chances. And yet, the game ended dramatically when in the first minute of three added, Chabulski, the substitute, managed to flick the ball beyond Howard to pull Solihull back into it. They put pressure on in the closing stages, but they couldn't do enough. And Wrexham came through with a superb 2-1 win, which especially as Paul Mullen seems to be giving his boots to somebody in the crowd. But yeah, Wrexham came back. He gives it to a kid in the crowd. Two kids in the crowd. That's, a, that's nice, isn't it? Um, but yeah, Wrexham have got a huge three points in the context of this weekend with Notts County dropping points against Oldham Athletic. And Phil Parkinson, I'm sure, will be extremely pleased with that, as I'm sure all of you are as well. It's been a pleasure bringing this game to you. It really has. I'll go through all the other Ask Wrexham questions where I didn't have a chance to have a look at. I do apologise for that. And uh, I'll do the Ask Wrexham podcast in a couple of days when, when everything's settled down. I've finished editing the highlights, which can be out at 10.30 today. That's when the embargo ends. So they'll be out tonight on Wrexham Player. Um, and, yep, then remember next weekend, a bit of a treat, a bit of a relief from the league title chase. Coventry City away in the FA Cup. That's a heck of an occasion. So join us then, please. If you don't get the stream, please join us for commentary. We'd be delighted to have you along for the rise with a final score of Solihull Moors 1, Wrexham 2. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.